Welcome back to This Week in Video Games, and this is the News Roundup, giving you all the latest video game news you need to know in just about 10 minutes. And if you find this useful, then don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on YouTube, and also your favourite podcast apps too. And links are down below in the description or the show notes. So it's Sunday, the 14th of March 2021. Let's get into the news. So Bethesda have arrived on Xbox Game Pass with 20 games coming to Xbox Game Pass on Xbox, PC and Cloud. So this one comes from Matt Wales out of Eurogamer. And as part of a lengthy and largely revelation-free roundtable event last week, so Microsoft and Bethesda have announced that 20 Zenimax Media titles have made their way to Xbox Game Pass on Xbox, PC and Cloud and that was from the 12th of March. So it's a big old list, bringing some absolutely massive titles over to Microsoft's subscription service from across all ZeniMax Studios. So we've got loads of stuff from id Software, including 1993's Doom. We've got Doom 2, Doom 3, Doom 64, Doom Eternal, and we've got the post-apocalyptic shooter Rage 2 as well. Machine Games steps into the Game Pass ring with Wolfenstein, The New Order, Wolfenstein, The Old Blood, and Wolfenstein, Youngblood, while Arcane Studios is represented by sci-fi shooter Prey, along with Dishonored Definitive Edition and Dishonored 2. Tango Gameworks' deliciously old-school survival horror The Evil Within has also arrived, and the Game Pass editions draw to a close with a heap of Bethesda Game Studios titles. So we've got The Elder Scrolls 3, Morrowind, The Elder Scrolls 4, Oblivion, The Elder Scrolls 5, Skyrim Special Edition, and they're joined by The Elder Scrolls Online, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout 4, and Fallout 76. So all of that content arrived on Game Pass on the 12th of March, 2021. And Microsoft also noted that a handful of titles is also going to benefit from a frames per second boost on the Xbox Series S and X, with more details on that front to be revealed soon. But here is the list in total. So we've got Dishonored Definitive Edition, Dishonored 2, Doom 1993, Doom 2, Doom 3, Doom 64, Doom Eternal, The Elder Scrolls 3, Morrowind, The Elder Scrolls 4, Oblivion, The Elder Scrolls 5, Skyrim Special Edition, The Elder Scrolls Online, The Evil Within, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, Fallout New Vegas, Prey, Rage 2, Wolfenstein The New Order, Wolfenstein The Old Blood, and Wolfenstein Youngblood 2. Well, next up in the news, Phil Spencer says future Bethesda games will be exclusive to platforms where Game Pass exists. This is another one from Matt Wales out of Eurogamer. So it's the question that everyone's been eager to have answered since the news broke that Microsoft was acquiring Bethesda and parent company ZeniMax Media last year, and now Xbox head Phil Spencer has clarified Microsoft's stance and exclusivity for future Bethesda games. So speaking... So speaking as part of the Bethesda and Xbox event last week, Spencer chose to address the issue directly. And I see it in the community, I see it in podcasts, and I see all the questions he said, so I'm going to try and be as clear as I can, because I think it's just fair. Obviously, I can't sit here and say that every Bethesda game is going to be an Xbox exclusive, because we know that's not true. There are contractual obligations that we're going to need to see through, and we have games that exist on other platforms, and we're going to support those games on the platforms that they're on. There's communities of players, and we love those communities, and we'll continue to invest in them. And even in the future, there might be either contractual things or legacy on different platforms that we'll go do. But if you're an Xbox customer, Spencer continued, the thing that I want you to know is about delivering great exclusive games for you that ship on platforms where Game Pass exists. 
And that's our goal. And that's why we're doing this. That's the root of this partnership and what we're building. And the creative capability we're going to be able to bring to the market for Xbox customers is going to be the best it's ever been for Xbox after we're done here. So the takeaway then is the games currently available on other platforms shouldn't be affected by the Microsoft's acquisition of ZeniMax Media, nor will pre-existing exclusivity deals such as the timed exclusive window previously announced for Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo on PS5. Future games, however, will be exclusive where Game Pass exists, currently meaning Xbox consoles, PC and any platform capable of accessing the service via the cloud. Next up in the news, new Halo Infinite details reveal dynamic weather, more engaging enemy encounters and more. And this one comes from Liana Rupert out of Game Informer. So 343 Industries just dropped a new video for ZetaZone that drops a lot more new info and answers from frequently asked questions about Halo Infinite. From more meaningful encounters to dynamic weather, there's a lot to unpack with the latest video, so let's get started. Well, the world of Halo Infinite is meant to be more immersive than ever before, and one of the ways that the team is achieving this is with reactive and dynamic environments. So night and day cycles are not only confirmed, but will affect in-game activity. And this includes an effect on patrols, so the night cycle will have enemies like Grunt sleeping, and it will impact combat engagements, cutscenes, and so much more. 343 also added that snowstorms and thunderstorms will also be seen in Infinite, although those additions will be post-launch. Also confirmed is the Halo Infinite Zeta Halo Ring is completely 3D rendered and offers a slight twist with eclipses seen in-game when the sun passes behind it. Among the questions asked is what will stop players from grabbing a banshee and going for an objective further in the story and 343 added that the team encourages players just to do that. There's more freedom in Halo Infinite and that means play how you want to play even though there's a linear touch to the story. And some things were conferred not to be in Halo Infinite, and that includes dual wielding, no playable elites, and no hostile wildlife. And if you're like me and love to explore, the video also goes into some of the different biomes players will trudge through, including the primary biome, which is the Pacific Northwest. From swamps to the Deadlands, the studio wanted to incorporate a more diverse world to experience Halo Infinite. With the Gears Studio, the Coalition, on board to help with development following the delay from the Xbox Series X launch date, it looks like development may be back on track and hopefully we'll get a solidified release date soon. Well, next up in the news, Square Enix showing off new Life is Strange next week as part of the Spring Showcase. And this one comes from Matt Wales out of Eurogamer. So Life is Strange fans will be getting a glimpse of the series' next instalment as part of the Square Enix newly announced Spring Showcase, which airs on Thursday, the 18th of March 2021. Proceedings get underway at 5pm here in the UK, 10am PDT, and Square promises 40 minutes of trailers and announcements. And the world premiere of Life is Strange 3, or whatever it ends up being called, is obviously the headliner, but there's quite a lot more besides that. There's going to be another look at Outriders, for instance, ahead of its launch on April the 1st, as well as another airing of Balan Wonderland, which is releasing a little sooner on the 26th of March. Crystal Dynamics will have some sort of Marvel Avengers news, which could be anything from word on new heroes to a release date for Spider-Man's long-awaited PlayStation-exclusive debut, and Square will also be detailing more of its Tomb Raider 25th anniversary plans. 
Rounding out the event are a number of new announcements from sister company Tato, a look at the Just Cause mobile game announced in December last year, as well as information relating to new mobile projects from Square Enix Montreal, the studio behind the largely excellent likes of Hitman Go, Tomb Raider Go and Deuce X Go. So if you fancy tuning into that event, then just simply point your electronic device at Square Enix's Twitch or YouTube channels from 5pm GMT, 10am PDT on Thursday the 18th of March. And finally today, Loop Hero has sold 500,000 copies and new improvements are on the way. And this one comes from Marcus Stewart out of Game Informer. So Loop Hero has found its way into the homes of over 500,000 players in its first week of launch, and the time-looping roguelike meets dungeon builders garnered a ton of positive buzz since coming out of early access this month. To celebrate the milestone, players can grab a set of shiny new Steam cards made in collaboration with artist Bard the Zombie, and developer Four Quarters also announced on the game's Steam page that some quality-of-life improvements are on the way, such as system saving during expeditions, new speed settings, and a deck of traits gained from bosses. So the team promises future content will also include new cards, transformations, and, the, and classes. And the already great soundtrack will be bolstered with new music as well. So Loop Hero launched on the 4th of March after spending time in early access to positive reviews from players. It's a unique game in that the protagonist automatically moves forward whilst it's the player's job to place elements such as terrain, villages to collect quests, and even enemies in the hero's path. You've got no direct control of the character who will auto-attack any obstacle in front of him, and the idea is to create a world that will challenge your hero as much as possible without actually killing them. As you strategically place obstacles for your hero to conquer, the more rewards like gear and experience you earn, and the path itself is a never-ending loop, and the path resets, so to speak, with each new cycle. So great stuff from Marcus Stewart there, and congratulations to the Loop Hero team. I'm actually going to be reviewing Loop Hero on the next episode next weekend of the This Week in Video Games podcast, so if you've played it, get in touch, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on Loop Hero. Well, that is it for the video game news today, and thank you so much for watching or listening. And for more video game news content like this, like, subscribe, and share with a friend. To join our community, check out the Discord link in the description, and you can follow me on Twitter at TWIVG Podcast. This Week in Video Games is also a patron, and you can find out more on patreon.com forward slash This Week in Video Games, where you can sign up for some rewards, like early access to the podcast, get your name in the credits of videos, as well as exclusive content, special Discord roles, and community features too. So check out the links down below in the description, or the show notes for more information, Thanks again. I'll see you soon.